Hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Live! On this exciting episode, I'm going to be talking about again why we use the phrase shitting where we eat, and I bring up a new bit about how crazy dream books are, and I finish it with why you shouldn't make wishes for your girlfriend. All right here on this week's episode of This Comics Live, episode 13. Let's check it out! <laughs> yeah, this is This Comics Life, again, with your host, me, D. Williams. I am your only open mic comedian that shares his uh, stand-up time with you all fine folks uh, one week at a time, and it's uh, definitely going to be a good one. I guess there are a few good bits, maybe a good one here and there. Who knows what we'll see, but hopefully it'll be good nonetheless, and I'm glad that you're here with me to share it. And uh, thank you all for tuning in and sharing the podcast. Uh, the numbers have been getting slightly bigger, and it's awesome. I will say, uh, if I look at the, not the micro levels, but the macro levels, the macro levels of this podcast are definitely getting bigger. Because if you look at the monthly times, because I've been doing this probably since, oh, maybe three months and uh, one month, the first month, it was, uh, you know, a, a, a nice benchmark. But then the second month was bigger. And now this third month is bigger. And July is not even over. So who knows how big it'll get in this next few weeks. So it is definitely good to see you guys coming on board and liking my stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely, um, it's, 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 uh... It's going good. The comedy scene is uh, very vibrant. A lot of people uh, are doing some stage time that I am enjoying. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of good uh, comedians out there, and uh, I've definitely friended them on Facebook. And uh, I enjoy seeing their sets and seeing their sets grow too, because uh, it's cool to see uh, you know others, pe- other uh, comedians, and how they uh, craft a bit and how they uh, you know mold uh, you know a joke from infancy to, you know, a perfected joke. It's cool. Um, and you know, that's what I like to share on this podcast is to try to show you guys, you know, similar bits, bits that you've heard, but you know, try to show them in a progression, try to try to show them and not every week, you know, I'm not trying to do the same three jokes every week or anything. I think that would be boring. I mean, that's boring for me. I wouldn't want to review that. (laughs) But I definitely am trying to not just do, uh, you know, comedy bits, uh, you know, on stand up, at least on this podcast, I'm trying to do, you know, sketches too, and all sorts of different things. It's going to be, you know, crazy what the podcast brings let alone uh, what the stand-up career brings. And it's different. It's You can totally tell, like, with a joke, like, how you can you can tell it on a podcast way different than you can have to tell it on stage. Like, I've noticed 
jokes and things that I've said on this show. I've tried to bring it on stage, and I'm sure you guys have noticed that too, where you know I'll, I'll, I'll say something funny and I'll go, oh, I should say that on stage. And so I try to bring it on stage, and it's, it's totally different. You know, it has to have a different energy. It has to have different pauses. You know, you have to have different uh, intonations with your, you know, word vo- choices and all that. It's like weird how, how much the, the live stage, you know, changes how you deliver a joke. <laughs> But it does. And I understand, like, with podcasts, you know, I can always just, you know, say something. And if it doesn't work, I'll just edit that out or record it differently. Or, you know, if I flub a line, I'll just say, uh, I'll be able to re-record that. (laughs) Like, I probably should have re-recorded that. (laughs) But, no, I'm not. (laughs) But it is interesting that, like, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I love doing podcasts and I wish I could totally just do podcasts and, you know, have like, you know, all this like money pouring in and, uh, you know, not have to do stand up. But I think stand up is where it's at. You know, that's where you're going to be, you know, most likely to make a living. And I'm not even saying it's likely to make a living. Like, I'm just saying out of everything out there in media, stand up is probably going to be the 1% chance that you make it versus the 0.0001% chance that you make it in a podcast. <laughs> I think the the I don't know. I think it's just you have to be on stage. You have to be in people's mind and face. It's that's the only way that you're going to like, you know, become popular. It's is to be out in the public, you know. You can't just hope that People are going to find your podcast and then just suddenly share it with a million people, which I hope everybody does every week. But it's not that's that's not obviously uh, what I'm really hoping for. It's just, you know, a pipe dream that this is going to suddenly, you know, get millions of followers. It's not especially with with no advertising budget, no marketing budget, no type of like, you know, budget to, you know, put it in the face of a million people but that's the thing even if i did two percent of those maybe might go oh okay i'll, I'll give this a listen and then out of those two percent maybe one percent you know actually start to follow which might be a good investment for however much money it takes to get those million people to see it but it's definitely not money that i have at this moment <laughs> But that's all right. It's it's nonetheless still fun as hell, and I love doing it, and it's great to hear feedback from people that enjoy hearing it. And I've been getting a lot of feedback from a few viewers, and it's great. It's definitely cool because that's the the way you know you you decide to keep going is to hear people go, "Hey, man, keep going." <laughs> yeah, but anyway. I will uh, get into a few things that I was thinking about before I get into the review, but uh, it is weird how crazy Pokemon Go is, isn't it? Oh my god. And I'm probably, obviously, not the first person to bring how nuts this is up in a podcast. I'm sure I'm just par for the course now because it's like pop culture is so like just infested with everything that we do now. So everything that needs that is like worth hearing or listening to or watching has to talk about certain subjects from time to time, I guess, in order to like be relevant. And I'm right there with it. (laughs) 
But man, first of all, I was never really into Pokemon to begin with. Like, I was definitely, I guess, maybe in its first demo when it first came on the scene in the late 80s and early 90s. But, you know, even then, I was still like, eh, card games. You know, I'd rather just, like, you know, ride my bike or do something else, like play a sport or whatever. It, I, maybe I wasn't the prime demographic, but I love video games. But even then, the video games were still like, eh, turn-based, role-playing, whatever. I'm more into the any other game. <laughs> but that was just me. So, like... To see a huge new Pokemon Go game come out and to have everybody and their mom love it, especially more moms than I would like to know. And uh, I don't know why it's so popular because I've tried to play it and, you know, trying to be like everyone else and I don't get it. It's totally just like not even a game. It's a game in the sense of like, you know, collecting matchbox cars is a game (laughs) or collecting anything is a game like that's the thing it's not a game it's collecting it's uh hoarding you're hoarding on your phone and that's what people are doing now you're trying to get ones and zeros in a certain combination to just be on your phone for the rest of time and you're like satisfied with yourself because you have those specific uh ones and zeros on your phone (laughs) let's be honest what is it i mean what really are you holding in your phone besides a bunch of ones and zeros and code and things like that. Like we're not even really in the phone itself. It's like, you know, kind of really in this just ethernet of what the, uh, you know, internet and telecommunications industry is. It's, it's crazy. What's so, you know, popular now and, and what is, um, you know, now part of our everyday life. We are now having to talk about it, no matter who you are, about this dumb shit. (laughs) Okay, I'm just thinking about now what the future is going to be like, because there's still going to be old people out in this world. There's still going to be people that are like, what the hell are you talking about? And then they're going to kind of just be with it, but not really with it. And it's going to be like how Facebook was, where you're going to try to tell your parents, like, it's this social media app, and you tell people about your day, and you love, you know, like things and, and whatever, and they're like, huh, what? What is this book face thing? Is your, I don't know. And then, yeah, eight years later, they get on, and now they're like, hey, did you notice that I liked your uh, picture of you when you took in 2008? Did you notice I like that? You're like, oh, my God. Now this is not cool anymore. I don't need to do this. I'm over this. But you're you're still not over it. I mean, you're just unfollowing your mom. <laughs> but on the other hand, you're definitely just like, uh, what the fuck? Like, I'm now getting to that point where I'm old enough to just be like, I don't get it. If if you guys are out of a, a certain age where you don't get it, please let me know because I want to know that age. And it's I'm 34, so it's. I'm at that age where I'm like, uh, I don't know if I get it. Like, it's just a waste of time. But, like, I like wasting time on phones, but I want to do something that's more productive, on, at, like a waste. Like, maybe playing a game of chess or playing some sort of, like, actual, like, competition against somebody. You know, matching wits against, like, you know, your brain. <laughs> Not just, like, trying to go across the the world and figure out what I can collect and what's next to an ocean or not or whatever. And 
who cares? And I guess, you know, to each his own. I don't give a shit. It's not like I am telling people, hey, you shouldn't play this. I'm just saying I don't understand why people play it <laughs> to me. But on that note, like, I'm definitely thinking, like, there's going to be tons of people showing up to, like, uh, bars and restaurants and gas stations and wherever just to collect this dumb shit. And there's going to be people that are working there that are like, what are you talking about? You know, like that one scene in No Country for Old Men where that, like, guy comes in, Javier Bardem, and he, you know, has that coin toss scene with that old man. But it's not going to be a coin toss scene. It's going to be somebody trying to find a Pokemon in that scene. <laughs> so let's go there now. How much for the candy bar? 69 cents. And the Funyuns? Y'all getting any rain up here, what? The hell you talking about rain for? I'm here to catch Pokemon. I seen you was from Dallas. What the hell are you talking about where I'm from, boy? You get shot for that where I'm from. I didn't mean nothing by it. You better not. Just passing the time. Just passing the time. Next, I bet you're going to make me accept Jesus Christ. If you don't want to accept that, I don't know what else I can do for you. Save it, Churchy. I'm out of here. Why not be something else? I don't know. Do you know what Pokemon are? There's a beacon around here. <clears throat> Is something wrong? With Pokemon? With anything. Shit, there ain't nothing wrong with Pokemon Go. What? Will there be anything else? Hell yeah, there'll be something else. Do you know where that beacon is? Did you set it up? Or what, man? I know you're holding out on me. And don't tell me any of that closing up shit. Well, I need to see about closing them. What? You closing up right now? Yes, sir. Right now. 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 Now we close now. Whatever, old man. I know you catch Pokemon Go. What time do you go to bed anyway? Generally around dark. At dark. At dark? Are you an animal or something? Well, you just go to bed at dark when it gets dark outside and go to bed? <laughs> what the fuck? Sir? Why don't you talk like you got two brain cells to rub together and say, I go to bed at 9.30 like a big boy? Sir? Listen here, Redneck. I'm sorry that your brother is also your uncle, but you need to tell me like a big boy what time you go to bed. Um, somewhere around 9.30. <laughs> there you go, you big doofus. I'm glad to see you haven't sniffed all the glue. Man, I'm never coming back here. Why would you be coming back? We'll be closed. And we're back to not making any sense. You are the dumbest redneck I have ever met. And of course you don't know what Pokemon Go is. All you want to do is close up shop. Well, I got to close now. I don't care, you crazy old man. Just tell me one thing. Do you ever play Pokemon Go? Yes, I do. Finally? Man... Did you even set up the beacon? Do you even live here? This is my wife's father's place, uh, originally. And is your wife also your sister? <laughs> I bet you haven't even lived further than a five-mile radius of this place, huh? We lived in Temple, Texas for many years. Raised a family there in Temple. We come out here about four years ago. Fuck, mister, you would have to pay me a million Pokecoins to move out here. You must be dumber than a guy that takes a level 2 Charmander to a Magnemite fight. That's the way you want to put it. Hell yeah, that's how I want to put it. Man, fuck your Candy Bar and Funyuns. Sir? 
don't be saying any of that sir shit, sir shit, that bullshit. I need to know where them Pokemon are, goddammit. I don't know, I couldn't say. What the fuck are you talking about, old man? First you know what Pokemon is, now you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh my god, have the aliens gotten to you or something? God damn it. Sir? Huh? What? Oh my god, let me show you. Here, let me pull this out and show you what the fuck I'm talking about. See? Look, I've just caught an Eevee. Oh my god. Oh my god, fuck. What? Now we gotta call it something. Call it. For what? For what? So it'll have a name, idiot. Well, we need to know what we're calling it. Hmm, what to call him? Let's call him Dragon Dick. Oh, how about Dwarf? I bet you can't even come up with a better name than Dwarf. I didn't put nothing up. What? Don't worry about that old man. I bet you my cell phone that you can't even name anything half as good as Dragon Dick. Huh? No. Damn straight. You know nothing about Pokemon Gold, you old ass bitch. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. What do you stand to win? This bitch. Man... You don't get my cell phone up your ass. That's what you win if you come up with a better name right now for this Pokemon who I just caught that needs a better name than Dragon Dick. Go for it. All right. Heads then. Heads then? Heads then? What kind of fucking name is Heads then? Sir? That is a fucking amazing name. Heads then? Oh shit! Dude, my word is my bond, so here's my cell phone, you redneck hick. Where do you want me to put it? Put it up your ass, cause every time you get a notification from Pokemon Go, it'll make you come. Yeah. Alright everybody, uh, of course that's uh, exactly how, uh, you know, the Pokemon Go is going to be in the future, I assume. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, I don't understand it. it. Collecting, man, you don't need to tell me all anything more when you say collect something. It's like, collect this, collect that. I'm like already like, uh, I'm bored. Like, as soon as somebody told me, like, how many things, how many Pokemon you have to collect in order to, like, you know, beat this game, so to speak, I was already out. You know, they said, like, it's 151, actually, because it was 150, but there's a special one that you have to catch. So it's actually 151, and I'm like, yeah, that's like 147 more than I want to catch. It is totally just like, ugh, save it. Like... All the video game stuff, like all those side missions, like on these huge games like Borderlands and uh, Destiny and, you know, GTA, you name it. Any of those games, there's always those side quests where you have to, like, catch your, you know, catch a hundred of whatever or do a hundred of, like, just fine missions. I'm like, save it. Who gives a shit about that? Just give me the missions. Give me the actual, like, gameplay that, like, the campaign and all that. And when you say, like, oh, you gotta go do a hundred of these things, I'm like, uh, no. I'll just do it if I, like, run into it. (laughs) If it's, like, just near me in the game, I'll be like, alright, I'll do that. But if I have to, like, find it or, like, go on this huge quest to just try to capture all hundred, I'm like, ugh, Why? Anyway, <laughs> that's a little bit into my psyche. Call it ADD, call it whatever you will. But um, yeah, I just not for me. And uh, this Pokemon shit, it is so nuts. But anyway, 
let's get into other stuff. Uh, let's get into uh, my set. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, a little bit of stuff that maybe you've heard before if you've been uh, subscribing, or maybe if it's your first episode uh, tuning in. Uh, this will all be new stuff, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is uh, a few bits uh, of me at a few different places, so I kind of uh, jumbled it all out together. So, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, me talking about some shit and talking about uh, dreams and also uh, all my girlfriend, of course. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's tune in afterwards for the review and we'll catch it up then. All right, guys, let's do it. Coming to the stage, very talented individual, D. Williams. D. Williams? Yeah. Oh, there you are. Thank you all for coming out. Uh, I was talking a, a few days ago with a few comic friends of mine. Uh, it was a guy and a girl. And uh, we were waiting to go on stage. And, uh, you know, we were just chatting, shooting the shit. And the girl goes on stage. And as she's on stage, I'm like, hey, man, you were kind of vibing on that chick. Like, what's up with that? Like, you guys trying to, like, get that? And he just goes, dude. I don't shit where I eat. And I was like, okay, as a, a man of the world, as a, you know, a citizen of the United States, I understand the colloquialism, don't shit where you eat. But as a comedian, I have no idea what that phrase even means. Shit where you eat? I mean, isn't the whole point of life to shit where you eat? Like, as a Person, I've been always trying to own a home so I can shit where I eat. Like, wouldn't it be like even weirder if you went to somebody's house and you went, wow, Bill, it's a great kitchen. Those bedrooms are awesome. But where's that bathroom? And then he just simply goes, oh, dude, I don't shit where I eat. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay, that's weird. But What's even weirder is that if you look at the animal kingdom, like, animals shit where they eat all the time. In fact, if you took a can of food and poured it on your pet's shit, a cat or a dog, look at how fast they eat that food. In fact, a dog would not only eat the food, but he would eat the shit as well. I mean, so the phrase itself does not make any sense because shit where you eat, I mean, it, it, it completely doesn't make any sense. So I'm dumbfounded, and the guy goes on stage, but then the girl comes off stage, and then I hit her up and go, so what's up with that conversation? So it looked like you guys were kind of vibing each other. Are you going to go, you know, try to hit that? And she simply goes... I don't date comedians because all they do is talk about dumb shit jokes. But I digress into another topic. Have you guys found that dream books are, abs are as absurd as fuck? Like, dream books don't make any sense at all. Like, everything is so abstract. Like, if you dream about getting chased by a tiger, you don't actually fear tigers. You're just like, you know, anxiety-ridden, trying to inevitably 
run away from some huge fear that you're facing at work or something. And it's so absurd because I think that like being feared by a tiger is way more like real than like some stupid abstract like work problem. Like why is my dream the center of my brain that's creating dreams? Why are they making these abstract thoughts? Like the only non-abstract thoughts that dream books correlate to are sex dreams. If you dream about having sex with a beautiful hot woman, the sex book dream will say you're just not getting enough sex. It's not saying, you know, you're not getting uh, what you deserve at your job, or you're trying to get, you know, your family to love you, so you're having these sex dreams. No, it's like, dude, you haven't had a, a physical contact in three years. I'm trying to speed things up. And that's the thing that I don't like about it, is that your reptilian brain is creating these dreams, but your stupid surface brain is going, what the fuck is going on with this? Like, I recently had my reptilian brain give me a sex dream, and it was amazing. It was with this woman, and it's like those dreams that you've had where you're like, you know it's a hot chick, but you don't really see the face, but you know it's a hot chick, and you're doing all these things that you would never do with your girlfriend or wife. And then, at the end of everything, you find out that it's your stepsister. And then you're like, what the fuck, brain? I was having this great dream, and then you had to ruin it by turning it into a, a crazy incest dream. And I don't even know why it's an incest dream, but it is an incest dream. Because our world says, if you have sex with your stepsister, that's still crazy. <laughs> Uh, another thing that I've been thinking about is I, I wish I would masturbate and after I've completed it would magically send a bouquet of flowers to my girlfriend. Just an Amazon delivery driver would just come up after he just would get the signal right after I shot the load and suddenly he would show up and 20 minutes later just hand her a bouquet of flowers. Now at first you think, well that would be great. It's like win-win. Like you get to like cover up your shame and these and your girlfriend, you know, gets a gift. But here's the dramatic change and the consequence. I masturbate a lot. And at first, my girlfriend would think to myself herself, well, I'm, I'm suddenly getting a lot of flowers delivered to me. That's odd. And then she would wonder why she was getting all these flowers delivered to her, like five times a day, you know, just constantly getting flowers sent to her. And suddenly she would hit me up and go, is this you sending all these flowers? Like, it's cool, but, you know, stop already. Like, you don't have to show me that you love me five times a day. And I could, I would, I would then feel shameful, and then I'd tell her, like, well, I wish for this masturbation thing that sent you flowers, and now it's just gotten out of control, and she would just suddenly go, well, just stop masturbating. And then I would suddenly go, okay, well, I guess I would try for a first, you know, a little bit, and then eventually I wouldn't stop, and it would get us to break up, and then the wish would still keep going, and then the, yeah, I would just keep masturbating twice as much because I'd be alone, and suddenly she'd be getting constantly, and then the world would just go on this careening path, and I would never get a girlfriend ever again. And see, 
this is why you can't wish for anything, because there's always a dramatic ending that you can never think about. So next time, when you're thinking about a wish, don't wish for anything. All right, guys. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. All right, everybody. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah, I know. Just, just calm down. Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, the first bit is, of course, if you guys have been listening, a uh, bit that I have been doing a little bit. Uh, yeah, and it's the uh, shitting where you eat. Man, this set is interesting because uh, sometimes it goes really well, but uh, other times I think it's, you know, you know, if it's a clean comedy room, uh, it's a set that I can't really do. You know, I can't really go like, oh, it's, I don't crap where I eat. You know, it just doesn't work. And, uh, you know, I do like the idea of the, the bringing in the pets and bringing in, like, the animal kingdom. Like, man, do they don't only shit where they eat, but they eat their shit. And they also, you know, <laughs> go beyond that, you know. So it's, 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 I almost want to go, like, uh, you know, into, like, and what if, like, you know, animals used it as the same uh, phrase? You know, what if they actually, you know, didn't have sex where they ate you know i guess fish don't do that fish always eat where they uh you know like thousands of miles from where they spawn so i guess uh fish don't really fuck where they eat but then again they're in the water so if you want to call it that they kind of fuck live swim sleep do everything where they eat (laughs) it's kind of like everywhere you know in the water itself but uh, I don't know. I guess even plants do it too. You know, plants, they shit and eat the same thing. Or if, I don't know even what you would want to call it if they eat, <laughs> absorb nutrients out of the ground. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it is a weird idea of like, you know, why would people give themselves that rule of not wanting to date someone where they work or... So, quote unquote, shit where they eat. Because I don't understand it. I mean, everybody goes to, like, that drinking fountain. Everybody would go to it. I mean, you did it all your life. Like, who? there was always that one douchebag in high school that always said, like, oh, I have a girlfriend or I have a boyfriend, but they go to a different school or they go to my church. And you were just like, yeah, right. You probably don't even have anybody. You're just trying to, like, make it sound like you do because, you know, that's what people did but i don't understand it like it seems like a stupid rule and it also seems like a stupid rule in comedy i just i understand why women don't want to date comedians i don't understand why men don't want to date comedians because that seems like you would want you know it'd be like literally having like somebody that could like you know bounce jokes off of as well as bounce you know your dick off of it'd be the, like two of the best things ever <laughs> but uh yeah i i guess uh you know a man can dream anyway uh let's move on to uh the other bit which is a new bit of mine which is uh how crazy dream books are 
dream books are fucking crazy. I don't understand the idea of a dream book to begin with because, like, people are always trying to understand what dreams mean and, you know, try to figure out, like, why would I have a dream that involved a panda bear as well as uh, my gym school teacher and, uh, you know, dancing at a prom. (laughs) I don't understand why I would dream that. And you're like, you don't have to understand it. Just go into it. Just get into, you know, the idea of like, wow, that's pretty crazy. I I guess I've been uh, subconsciously thinking about panda bears and my gym teacher. (laughs) That's weird. But that's the thing. People always want to think like, oh, well, what would that mean? What would that mean if you dreamed of a panda bear? Does that mean you want to, you know, long for some far off journey? Do you long for an adventure or do you want to dance with a panda bear? You know, it's one of those things where I just like maybe the literal aspects of art. Sometimes it's just that because it's just that. You don't have to look behind it or look beyond it to find meaning. No, it's just why did that guy paint a red door on a on a house? Because he likes red doors. I don't know. It doesn't have to mean like, oh, he hates his mom or that he like, you know, really wants to be, you know, a turtle. It's nothing like that sometimes. it's It could just be what it is. And that's what I think dreams are sometimes. It's like when people dream about getting chased by a tiger, you know, why don't they ever think like, oh, that person, they haven't experienced what being chased by a tiger feels like. And believe me, you need to have that dream every now and then because I think the people that get too close to tigers and people that go into the, you know, those safaris and think it's a good idea to just get out and try to feed that tiger, that person hasn't had a dream about being chased by a tiger because if they did have a dream about being chased by a tiger they would know let's stay in the fucking car because i don't want to get eaten (laughs) but no like people always want to think like oh it's not that like it's something beyond that what does the tiger represent and what does it represent by being you know by you being chased by it and i have no idea what it means i mean people like to speculate people always like to think too like oh if it means tiger in one person's dream it means tiger in another person's dream you know like if this person's being chased by a tiger well if that means they're being chased by a tiger and they're scared of their parents then i guess that means i'm scared of my parents if i dream about being chased by a tiger too and that's fucking stupid that's fucking we are so into superstitions it's unbelievable how like we have the ability to bring people to the moon and back and we have people that are like you know in space we have people that are like you know hundreds of feet down below the sea level in the like you know nuclear subs and things like that but we also still have those people believing that if they walk under a ladder in that submarine they're going to have bad luck for the rest of their life or if they break a mirror in that submarine we're going to somehow not be able to uh, live for the rest of our lives. And you're like, dude, how are you so superstitious still? How are we superstitious natives still when we have nuclear energy and the ability to, you know, go twice or four or five times the speed of sound? Like, how is that possible? (laughs) I just think that it's so completely fascinating that we always have that causation mentality in our heart, in our minds and in our souls like no matter what it is like we're just so st- we're just stupid animals when it comes to like thinking to ourselves oh this happened and then 
a good thing happened right after it, oh, well, that means that there's a causation behind it, and then I should do that all the time because I want that good thing to happen to me all the time. Like, oh, I walked under a ladder, and then I got hit in the nuts. Better not walk under ladders anymore because I know what happens when you do that. You get hit in the nuts. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, I could understand some things, you know, touch that fire, and we don't touch it anymore because we realize that it's fire and that it's hot. But why does it go beyond that and go into things that have no causation whatsoever? We totally have like a black cat cross our path and then suddenly we got bad luck. Why are all these bad luck decisions like in superstitions? But there's no like good luck superstitions. Well, I guess there is maybe like wishbones and pennies and rabbit's foots and all sorts of different things like that so i guess there's like a yin and yang to superstitions but i just don't think they exist at all no matter what (laughs) but i think the ultimate reason why we have these things in our lives is because people are trying to find meaning in the unexplained people are trying to find out why this happens for a reason they always have to have a reason behind everything and certain things don't need a reason like comedy Certain things are just funny. Why? I don't know. They're just funny. Like getting hit in the nuts and getting, and seeing a bum, you know, get run over. I don't know why, but some people laugh at that. <laughs> Not me, of course. I mean, I'd at least like, you know, try to see if he was alive. Then I'd probably laugh afterwards, uh, you know, depending on whether or not he was. But I know it's just, it's one thing or another, but it's weird that people find themselves wanting to find meaning in the unexplainable and is just they need to realize like you're just here for the ride you know you're on a fucking flying rock in the middle of space on like you know a certain trajectory and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or whatever it's just happening and you can maybe plan for a little bit of stuff but not likely you can't plan for big stuff like you don't know when your time is up and you don't know when uh, your mother's time's up or whatever you know it's like everybody's on this thing and we're trying to go like oh well if this happens then i know when my mom's gonna die or if i have a dream about my teeth falling out then i need to tell my boss to fuck off and get out of here because i'm out of here because i saw a dream and i don't know why people do it that way but oh well That's what people do. I'm just going to make an observation out of it and try to make a joke. So anyway, moving on to my last bit. Uh, This is definitely a cool bit. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I like it. It's the uh, uh, wishing about if... I, every time I masturbated, a bouquet of flowers would get do, uh, delivered to my girlfriend, and, and then it just spirals into, and this was an actual like just thought I had. I don't know where these things come from, but I think it came from Twilight Zone, because Twilight Zone always had this uh, episode, and I forget what it was called, but it was about wishes, you know, the monkey's paw and stuff, and when you wish for things, you know, at the surface level you have a good wish you know you have the you know what people really want from the wish but then you know underneath that wish in the crust or the actual meat of the surf you know beyond the surface you have like you know these unforeseen consequences where you have like you know tidal waves and floods because you just wished for you know uh no droughts 
and you wish for everybody to have water. So in the end, you know, the whole world becomes water, and now it's like everybody has too much water, and you're like, man, I wish I just didn't wish for water. And that's why, you know, you never want to wish for anything is because there's always unforeseen consequences to no matter what. And even like this, you you think to yourself, okay, I am going to wish for something that is going to hopefully make me not in a doghouse when, uh, you know, she catches me masturbating. No, after I masturbate, she's going to get a bouquet of flowers magically sent to her. Wouldn't that be great? And then you think to yourself, oh, wait, how much do I masturbate? I masturbate a lot. Oh, damn, I need to think about, I I didn't think about this at all. And then you think, oh, well, let's just not masturbate. And then you go, well, well, wait a minute, that's not possible. I mean, to, (laughs) like, and then, and then, of course, like, it becomes a huge wedge in your relationship. And then you're like, oh, man, it's either masturbate or no masturbate. And then you, like, go, well, okay, well, I guess we're going to break up because it's, it's something that's, you know, too, too crazy. And then of course, even after you break up, you're still like masturbating twice as much because you're alone. And then of course she still gets bouquets of flowers sent to her. And she's just like, stop doing it. Stop touching yourself. And you're just like, Oh my God, I thought this was going to be great, but it turned out to be the worst thing in my life. (sighs) (laughs) I don't know where it came from. I mean, it just hopefully works on stage. I think I got to bring that much energy to it. And, uh, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But that's the bit. And I, I, I think I need to run into it a few more times and, and try to work it out. But I think there's some meat there. Some, And I, I'm trying to think to myself, like, there's a lot of uh, – I'm trying to build up a huge, you know, 10-minute, 15-minute set. And I think it's – getting to be centered around the idea of wishes because I have a lot of wish jokes coming up like I wish about you know the getting domesticated by an alien bit you know I wish there were no more Game of Thrones fans I wish I could fart on a bicycle and go 14% faster you know I wish that there was no make a wish foundation I wish that I could you know masturbate and get flowers delivered to my girlfriend, you know, all these things I've just been kind of building a set around. And I'm going to try to think about doing it somewhere or try to find somewhere where I can maybe hone all these segments into one big set. And and I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm going to try to do it someday soon. And that's my goal is to try to get progressively better and to try to have these bits fold and mold and call back to one another and to just kind of have an act centered around wishes and the things that I wish would happen in real life and in my my own fantasies as well. So I guess that's a little uh, insight to what I'm, I'm overall thinking about all this stand up and trying to figure out how I'm going to uh, bring it all to uh, one stage. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad that you guys are definitely listening, and it's going to be a big journey here to come. And maybe, even maybe, I don't know, i got to talk to my girlfriend because uh, we're headed to Vegas soon, and um, I don't know, maybe I'll even have a set coming from Vegas. So we'll have to, uh, I'll have to tease that, but it's going to be great. So uh, with that, let's end this, and I'll wrap this up real quick. 
Alright everybody, thank you once again for tuning in to This Comics Live with your host, me, D. Williams. I am very honored to have you guys uh, come with me this far on my journey to stand-up fame. It's going to be a long journey, I'll give you that. So if uh, you're in... Uh, if you've gone this far, please uh, go another 13 episodes with me. And I know 13 is a very superstitious number. And uh, you're probably not even listening to it because, uh, you know, it's 13. And who knows what's going to happen if you do. But uh, please, uh, I'd like to think that if you listen to this and you listen to this specific episode, you'll have good luck. And, uh, you know, you'll get, you know, a blowjob, or if you're a girl, you'll somehow grow a penis, and then you'll get a blowjob still, and then, you know, <laughs> something will magically happen, you know, you'll be the first person that has grown a penis, and you'll become a celebrity, and you'll get, you know, tons of endorsements from Trojan, and you're gonna, you know, be in great things, but don't you know, be careful what you wish for, because, uh, you know, if you wish for a penis, you're going to get consequences. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks again, guys, for uh, tuning in to the, this episode. Uh, please hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter at The D Stories or This Comics Life, or you can hit me up on the archaic email. Take it away, Grandpa. Yes, if you like penny candy and slide whistles and the days when you could get email from your grandparents, then you would like to email uh, this comics life pod at gmail.com. You could definitely send in all of your letters and things that you, you know, have from the back in the day. You know, if you have old pogs, you could send those. Oh, wait. Could you send a pogs in attachments? No, Grandpa. What? How can you cannot do that? Oh, man. I guess you can't send pogs in the email, but uh, go ahead and email them anyway. Yes, definitely listen to Grandpa and email at me at <laughs> thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com. Please write me and tell me if you hate me or if you love me because uh, I'm doing it all for you guys. Thank you again. So uh, on that note, uh, tune in next week for a whole lot more. Uh, again, I'm going to Vegas soon, so maybe it's coming from Vegas. I'm going to be doing a lot more stand-up, and uh, definitely, if you're in the area, uh, hit me up, and maybe we can uh, meet up and share a laugh. Anyway, take it easy, guys, and peace out. Peace out.